The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Truth Hounds, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Anna, and I've been unemployed for two years now. So I really have nothing going on. And I'm Kyle. And in middle school, I received the award most enthusiastic to learn. So that makes me pretty special. And that is what makes us the perfect investigative duo. We are two friends who love each other very much. But what we love even more is getting to the bottom of mysteries. All mysteries, sure, but small mysteries specifically. Trust me, no mystery is too small. No, 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 why don't you trust me when I tell you we are ready to sniff around? We are the The Truth Truth Hounds. Hello? Hey, Kyle? Uh, who is this? I'm right behind you. Oh my, what? I'm just kidding, it's Anna, are you okay? I'm sorry, are you okay? Oh, oh hi, hi, sorry. Yeah, hi, hi. Um, I'm really glad I caught you because we actually need to talk. Well, I'll be right there. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to see you. So good to see you. Oh my God, I can't believe that we were where we were, skydiving. I know, the last time I saw you, we were in the sky. I know, we were literally in the sky. But now, not only are we on land, but we're also at sea. Well, not at sea, but at the ocean. Yeah, it feels so good to be Beautiful. back on land. I know. I mean, to see this, I feel like you could just breathe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It feels good to sort of be on land and feel like I can breathe again. Mm-hmm. You look good. Thank you. <laughs> I Honestly, I feel like that experience, it was like, it brought up a lot of interesting feelings. It uh, First and foremost, it brought up a lot of fear. I know. I, you know what? I actually was going to ask you because I feel like you're a bit of a fear... Junkie? Like, thrill seeker. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to know, we've never, like, had a direct conversation about this, but what... What scares you? For me, my biggest fear has yeah. to be like a rat. <laughs> a what? A rat. Like a like a rodent? A rodent, yeah. yes. Because when I was growing up, um, once time we opened the toilet, mm-hmm. the lid was on, and there was a dead rat who had climbed through the pipes. What are you saying to me? And climbed out of the toilet and then but couldn't get out because the toilet lid was on. I'm sorry. So I honestly, my fear is rats. You're, that's why, honestly, if you ever come to my house. Which I do. You'll notice that the toilet lid is closed. That's right. Oh, my yeah. God. It is always closed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what scares you? Does that scare you? I mean, it is scary. Uh-huh. But at least with a rodent, I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. 
I can see why you're afraid of it. Yeah. But at least you're like, okay, that's the face. That's the tail. That's where it's facing. That's where it's going. To me, a cockroach, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know if that's its face. I don't know if that's its side. I have no idea what I'm looking at. So I'm going, what am I looking at here? Huh, yeah. and, I, and I can't look away because I get in my head and I'm like, I gotta know what side of the roach that is. That's an interesting part of fear that like, sometimes we're really afraid of something, but we're so intrigued by it that we continue to stare at it, even though we're f- being, f- we're freaked out. Except because we want to understand, like, what am I, what is this? Yes. You know what's really funny? What? The reason why I actually brought you here to talk is because I saw a website. It's so funny. It's exactly this. Huh. I saw a website that is mortifying. And Kyle, I literally cannot look away and I need to show you. Okay, should we go and let's check go. it out? Let's go check it out. Okay, let's go. Episode two, Anna's website. So we came up with a plan. I would sit down with Kyle and show her this website that I had found. It wasn't just any website. It was the website for a scary and intriguing horror film festival. It didn't seem like much of a plan, to be honest. But Anna did say it was intriguing and scary, so I guess it was a start. I went over to Kyle's house to show her this festival's website. Wow. I wish you guys could hear the name of the festival. It's good. But we can't say it. I mean, I love you guys, the listeners. But I'm not trying to get sued. Just Google. Okay, let me go. Hold on. That sounds scary. Yeah. It was. Trust me. It's honestly better that you don't know. Film festival? Yeah. Okay, here it is. Okay. There we go. Oh my! What is that? Well, so far, wait. What is that? It's just a website. Oh, it's just like a a, a film can, and yeah. it says admit one. It cool. just says admit one. Yeah. Let me be your eyes. What I saw was a website dedicated to not just a horror film festival, but horror in general. The background, black, blacker than the night itself. Lightning bolts darting out of the top left corner, slashing the blackness with violence. Rusted wheels and mechanisms crudely lined the right-hand border. The website basically said, beware. And fuck you. The website was cool. It introduced the festival and urged its visitors to submit an original, cutting-edge short, feature, or screenplay to participate. And it even featured a little video, giving its visitors a taste of the madness. Oh. Should we play this? Oh, is it in New York? That was Times Square, wasn't it? I actually don't know where it is. This was actually a great point. The video did not make it clear where the festival would be taking place. And that, that would prove to be a big deal. But that's a story for another time. That's Times Square. That is Times Square. Oh my God. Did you see that man climbing out of that hallway? <laughs> yes. Okay. Where is this? I don't know. Maybe let's go to About, about Us. Yeah, About Us. So, we headed to the About Us page. 
which actually was the main reason I had brought Kyle to the website. There was someone that I wanted Kyle to meet. Disclaimer. The next part, and some of the later descriptive parts of this episode, might sound a little bit weird. That's because, for legal reasons, we had to go back and alter the original audio, removing any identifying details from the website. We did our best to preserve the spirit of the original text. Kyle and I were too close to the subject. So we had our editor, Adam, who's basically a hacker superstar, take care of it. Okay, well, so... The Optimum Indie Film Festival happening, made outside of the very box that is film festivals, and that seeks to create the tip-top amount of pizzazz, enticement, and intercommunal participation for the cinema creator and cinema lover. Um, so, and actually a submission... ...is a submission... ...to the universe of the previously unfamiliar... Dot, dot, Wait. Dot. Oh, so wait, say that again. Scared. Say that again. A submission to... <laughs> ...is a submission to... ...the universe of the previously unfamiliar... Well, then what this is... ...fail to remember other cinema happenings because you happened upon the one that is inevitable. Wow. Okay, and then this Whoever is Whoever writes their copies is amazing. ...really on it. That was all amazing, but still not the reason why I brought Kyle to this website. I finally got to it. Okay, this is why I wanted you to see this website, because the festival director's name is... Go ahead and say it. Okay, I really wish you guys could hear this name. Trust me, it's good. But... We cannot share the name with you. We do want to give you a little taste of what the name invokes. So we'll just call him David Scary. Macrame? No. Why are you sighing? Because you're using a name that is too close to his real name. Macrame? Yes, that's too close. We have to beep it. Why don't we just use David Scary? Wait, so if it's beeped, then it's going to be beep macrame? Yes, but David Scary is... Well, can we just call him beep macrame then? It's kind of cute. I like it. Whatever. Now, when you hear us refer to this really intriguing figure, we will be using the name beep macrame. Okay. Beep macrame. And he comes from the puzzling abyss to shepherd the shattering of the cinematic happening industry by setting ablaze the original maps and drafting new ones, which are avant-garde to say the least. I immediately understood why Anna had brought me to this website. Beep macrame, the director of the festival, looked terrifying. His bio photo wasn't a normal photo, like what you'd hang on a wall. No, it was twisted. Literally, it was like someone took a regular photo, but then tilted it about 45 degrees on its side. The lighting, scary. Dark blues, even darker greens. A doll sitting in the corner for no reason. I mean, there wasn't even a kid to play with it. Beep himself was wearing a full face of makeup, white contact lenses blocking out his eyes. Black lips curled into a devilish smile. As if to say, I dare you to submit to this festival. I'm a psychopath. 
You know that feeling when you look at something horrifying, but you just can't look away? That was exactly how I felt looking at Beat Macrame's photo. Now, Kyle was getting it. And by the way, David Scarry? Anna, Beat Macrame, we agreed. Okay, Beep Macrame. Hey, no attitude this season. Okay, fine. For whatever it's worth, Beep Macrame didn't run this festival alone. There was a whole team of people. And to be honest with you guys, that is what drew me into the festival in the first place. You see... On the About Us page, Beep Macrame's freaky little portrait was followed by a series of other portraits, which, honestly, got progressively less scary. Okay, but the ne- okay, the next guy's name is. <laughs> then we just got. She's the events coordinator. <laughs> She's holding up a a metal. Um, demons? Yeah. Okay. This guy just looks cool. This guy. Okay, why But why does this picture look like it's... Okay, that's actually the scariest picture of all, because it just looks like a guy in his house. <laughs> he took his picture by accident without his shirt. Until we got to the final staff member. An intern. I don't know quite how to say this, but she looked normal. Not a single tattoo in sight. Not a lick of green hair dye. By comparison to the others, she looked like a catfish. It was almost like they needed to round out their staff photos, but ran out of people they knew personally, typed the words regular woman into Google image search, and found her picture. The point was, there was something here, something intriguing, about this world, the sick vision of this festival, the nomadic nature of not even having a physical location for it, the twisted cast of characters, the woman who looked eerily normal, and presiding over them all, the ultimately deranged puppet master himself, Beep Macrame. This was it. This was the investigation. We had to get to the bottom of whatever this is. So, episode two. What is fear? And why can't I look away? I know things are getting really good, but we have to take a break for some ads. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And the ad break is over. Back to it. What can we do to investigate this when we're not even sure what the this that we're trying to investigate is? I can barely say this sentence. How do you start at the bottom of something that grows sideways, not up? Am I going crazy? Kyle, you are unraveling. We need to give you a little string to hang on to so that you don't get completely lost in the forest of your thoughts. Wait, you're talking crazy too. This website, it was really powerful. But anyway... I actually had an idea, but I at first needed to catch Kyle up on the website and make sure she was seeing what I was seeing. And clearly, she was seeing what I was seeing. So, it was time to share my idea. Remember, at its core, this was a festival, and it took submissions. I think we should make a movie to submit to this festival, we get to meet. Macrame. Oh my god! Oh my god! What do you think? I just, I'm horrified. <laughs> Look at him. Sure, this was a way to get closer to this world and meet the man behind the madness. But honestly, I didn't know if I wanted to meet him. I mean, you guys, listeners, you have to trust me. He had white contact lenses and looked like he wanted to kill me. Who does that? Anna was proposing that we make a horror short film to submit to this horror film festival, infiltrate Beat Macrame's world, meet him up close, and see what the hell was going on with him. It was a whip-smart plan, but she forgot one key detail. We knew nothing about making a horror short film. Or a regular short film. Or any length film for that matter. Short, long, sideways, reverse. Nothing. Zilch. Oh my gosh. I just think that. God. I don't even know how we would go about making a horror thing. And then... Anna got really serious. I guess because she's a movie lover? Filmmaking is obviously a kind of big endeavor, but I really think that with our unique perspectives and kind of how much we think about the world and how much you love a good scare Uh and fright, um, I think between that, we definitely have a great chance. Okay, maybe we hadn't suckled at the teat of academia. Anna, ew. No, let me say this. Maybe we didn't fit into the cookie-cutter definition of NYU film grads. Maybe we didn't have fancy degrees. Maybe we weren't textbook. 
But here's what we did have. Our unique perspectives, how much we thought about the world, Kyle's love of scares and frights, plus one other thing. We had heart. I was certain we could pull it off. So, we came up with a plan. We would make a horror short film to submit to this film festival to meet Beep Macrame and see what the hell was going on there. We immediately encountered a roadblock. Looking around the website some more, we saw that to submit a horror short film would cost us $150. And the thing about us was that we didn't have $150. Kyle, I totally hear you, especially because we don't have $150. But that's just filmmaking. You gotta pay to play. Anyway, we'll figure all that out later. Let's just not even think about it right now. Let's just get to the good stuff. Let's make a horror short film. All right, Anna. But we're gonna have to find $150 somewhere at some point. Plus, what about the budget of the movie? Doesn't that cost a lot of money? Where are we going to get that? Kyle, chill out. Okay, I just do think this will come up at some point. But anyway. So, first step. We would need to come up with what the horror short would be about. Me, Kyle... I love a good scare. You know, like when a man goes to open his door, but then we see that someone is right behind him, walking backward really fast. Or like when a man goes to open his door again a second time, but then we see that someone else is right behind him. And it's a different man from the guy before and also the man opening the door. And this new man is actually so tall that his head kind of touches the ceiling. It doesn't hit the ceiling because then you would have to crouch, which is actually not scary at all. And I would just be like, oh, you must be uncomfortable. Poor guy. And me, Anna? I like any movie with a social message. You know, the kind of movie where a big city woman with curly hair comes into a small town with her blazer. She goes into a factory and she's like, when's your lunch break? And and the factory people are like, we haven't had lunch since the 60s. And she's like, well, let's do something about that. And she gets into her Prius, but someone has actually spray painted fuck war on the side of the door. And then the mayor has cancer. Anyway, you guys, the listeners, you get it. You know, something like that. So clearly we had a lot of ideas. But we really weren't sure how they were all going to fit together. I mean, we weren't writers. And that worried me because if we were going to get into this festival and meet Beat Macrame, we needed to make something really good. So... Kyle, how about this? Maybe for now we put aside, you know, the $150 submission fee, the details about what the horror short film was about, and instead we find someone who could just, you know, put together everything for us, a leader of some kind, you know, like a director. So we came up with a new plan. We would find a director to make the horror short film for us. Plus, they needed to write it. And, let's be honest, they should also fund it. Ugh, I hate to be a scrub, but you gotta ask for what you need. And hey, you know what? It should also be cool. That's why we decided to talk to Lizzie. Lizzie was a friend of a friend's. Well, actually, I just, I follow her on Instagram. But she could be a friend. Anyway, 
She looked really cool, and I knew that she had directed some stuff. Plus, I was pretty sure that she wrote some stuff. Plus, she was gorgeous. Bingo. Anyway, we sent her a DM and set up a time to talk via Zoom. Good to, good to meet you guys. Um, so kind of just to launch right into it. Um, so we are looking for a director um, for a horror short film. Cool. Yeah, cool. that's the kind of job. Yeah. Or um, we basically found this film festival called the Film Festival, which is like a prominent horror film festival. No, I've never heard of the festival. Huh. We were off to a little bit of a weird start because Lizzie didn't know the festival. But that didn't deter us. We took the opportunity to get to know her. Kind of, can you talk about your background? What you would come um, to the table? Yeah, sure. I, I'm a director, screenwriter. Been working in the industry for about 10 years. You know, I've had short films that have gone to pretty prominent festivals. Sundance, South by. Um, huh. I don't really know what those are, but it sounded pretty cool. I was starting to think she was the perfect person for the job. I have a, I have a television show that was on Showtime last year and produced by A24. Whoa, Anna, did you hear that? I love TV. Yeah, I heard. That sounds great to me. This was going really well. Next, we let her know about our situation. You, you have no budget at all. Yeah, so that is that is kind of, yeah, that's a great thing to bring up. Um, we have not, no budget, yeah, at all. So, and then also what's kind of important is that we, yeah, we really can't pay you. Um, actually, anything. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lizzie really took her time responding. Yeah, it seemed like she was having a little brain fart. Ew. Right, well, I don't know you guys. Um... So that, you know, that feels like a little, I guess, predatory. I don't, I, um, it's a little bit, so I'm sorry. I just need to understand, like, you don't, are you planning on doing like a Kickstarter or something like that? Is, or are you just like, how are you gonna, you know, you know, equipment, like there's, you know, obviously things cost money. Well, we were hoping that that's kind of your, you know, like the director that's like their thing so that that's what they come in. We kind of come in with as the talent. Um, the ideas. The ideas. Um, yeah, it's just like I, you don't really have an idea, right? So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to catch up, like get the full picture. I mean, there's a social message. Yeah, there's a social message. There's a fear. And it's there's fear. And sure. then we are going to submit it to this home festival. festival. So that's... So. Okay, guys, let's just cut to the chase. It was a big no from her. Yeah, it seemed like this person, Lizzie, just wasn't down to write, direct, and fund our horror short film. I know we just met her, but she really made us feel bad. I mean, she used the word predatory. And people have been canceled for less. Don't even go there. You know how I feel about cancel culture. I do know that. We said our goodbyes. I wish you the best of luck. Okay. okay. Well, thank you, you so, so much. much. Maybe it wouldn't work out with Lizzie, but she did bring up a great point. We would need to raise some money at least to cover the expense of getting into the festival. I mean, it was $150. Lizzie brought up Kickstarter. 
And that made total sense. As far as I knew, it was pretty common for young creatives to crowdfund their project. Hell, Zach Braff did it. To make that awesome follow-up to the Garden State? I mean, I know I donated thousands of dollars to it. I'm just one person. Yeah, a little bit of money would be great. And we didn't need a lot. We just wanted to raise enough money to cover the submission fee, which, again, was $150. Did we need anything else? Hmm. Oh, I know. What about food? Right now? No, for the day of the shoot. Oh, that's an idea. Yeah, I just figured we might get hungry. How about we just get pizza? But Anna, you know I don't eat pizza. Oh, that's right. No worries. We'll just fundraise a little more, and that way we can also get salad. For those of us who don't eat pizza. Thank you. And hey, if we use Indiegogo instead of Kickstarter, even if we don't reach our goal, we'll still get to keep the cash. You're a genius. So that pretty much settled the financial aspect of our problems. And now, an ad break. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The ad break is over. Now, back to all this finding a director drama. I realized that I actually did know someone. He had directed some stuff before, and he would definitely work for free. Oh, he sounds perfect. We arranged a time to meet with my friend, Clay. Uh, You want to do a spooky movie, is that what what I'm hearing? He already sounded awesome, but we had learned the hard way with Lizzie that it was very important to be upfront about your shortcomings and limitations. Yeah, we don't have a script or anything. I think we might hire some writers to do it, but we're thinking Uh we would probably play the people. We're going to do an Indiegogo campaign to raise the money to submit to this festival. And so that's to submit the film um, to get pizza and salad optional. 
Okay, cool. This meeting was going a lot better than the last one. Clay really seemed to get what we were looking for. It was time to get to the good stuff. The things we were very clear on. Our hopes and dreams for the short. It just has to be as spooky as possible. And scares in ways that you've never seen before, yeah. you know? Right. Because I, I think I see a lot of horror movies and I, I really like it when the director shows me something that I've never, like, I've never seen that, like, crazy woman's face before and that really scares me. So we're looking, yeah, for a hybrid of, I've never seen a, a woman's face quite so scary and then uh, just to kind of really just, you know, take it home, you know, it's going, it's going, it's gone, uh, social social message. Right. I don't know how many times I can say this, but this guy, Clay, was awesome. He seemed perfect for the job. Plus, he was willing to work for free. Well, gang, I'm really excited about this. We can make something really sick and really spooky that also has um, a social commentary that's for the good of uh, everyone. I was over the moon with this guy. Before we ended the call, I pitched one last minute idea for a social message. And it could be really just like, it could be the military, dra- I don't really have a specific cause in mind. It could be like, let's not draft our boys. Yeah, let's not get caught up in that. It could be, yeah. <laughs> I think we should really get our get our ma- brains and just mainly think about the spooks. Mainly let's think yeah. about the spookies and then I just would love, you know, later we tack some on, we go. And don't, you know, don't drive without a seatbelt, you know, or whatever. We said goodbye to our new director. Well, the gang, let's make cinema. That's all I have to say. We still needed to raise money to cover the submission fee and pay for the pizza and salad for the day of the shoot. So we put together our Indiegogo campaign. Arguably, the most important part of an Indiegogo campaign is an enticing video. This is it. This is us telling the world why they should give us money. We got together and made a video. Take one. Hi. Start start over. Take two. Hi. My name is Anna Saragina. And my name is Kyle Mazzano. <laughs> okay, let's just start again. Take Three. Hi! God, acting was hard. Once we had finished the video, we filled out all the boring stuff. We're not going to regale you with the details, but, you know, stuff like why you should give us the money, where the money is going to, the perks, whatever. We waited a few days to launch the campaign. We wanted to make sure that it had eyes on it. I'd heard somewhere that it was bad to post social media stuff on the weekends, just in case people were, you know, at the beach. So a few days later, I gave Anna a call. I know you're driving, but I just wanted to virtually press the launch button with you for our Indiegogo campaign. I mean, I just just can't believe I'm not... They're to press it with you, but... Yeah. Okay, let's do a little countdown together. Okay, let's do one. Um, five. Five. Four. four three. You're, wait, you're out of sync. Okay. Have to, we have to get on the okay. same page. Okay, on the count of three, we'll start counting. One. Oh, no, one. 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 Two. I'm here. Okay, three. One. Oh, okay, on the start of three. Okay, after we say three, we get to three. Two. One. Okay, I'm, cl- I- I- I'm clicking it. You're clicking it? There it was. We were live. Hi. We are seeking your help today because we want to make a short film. 
I have loved movies ever since I can remember. And I have loved horror movies ever since I could remember. So this project, well, it just really means a lot to us. So let's break it down. The submission fee for this festival. It's a really good festival, so it costs a lot to get in. And pizza and salad on the day of the shoot. You know, we gotta eat. And for awesome camera guy, DP, director, it's all the same guy. He's awesome. You might be wondering, well, what's in it for me as a contributor? Well, if you give us $5, we will give you a shout out on our podcast Instagram. For $20, we'll leave you a freaky voicemail message. Ooh. Thank you so much for watching our video and please contribute to our Indiegogo. The next part even caught us off guard. Sometimes it can feel like the world doesn't give a fuck about you. You're just a nobody, a speck of dust, just a faceless body in a lineup of nobodies. Kyle, are you okay? No, no, I'm actually trying to say something positive. Oh, okay. You just scared me there. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes it's hard to remember that you're not alone. In fact, there's a whole big world out there of people who are willing to give you money. What I'm trying to say is that we met our Indiegogo goal within six hours. And then we went over our goal. You see, we only really needed $250 to cover the submission fee plus the pizza and salad. Well, guess what? Instead, we made $590. Now we had enough money for everything and then some. You know what? Maybe we could even pay the director like 50 bucks or something like that. This extra $340 was the start of something big. Sure, there was a lot of stuff that we didn't have figured out yet. Like, for example, the script. But it didn't matter. We had all the money in the world. And meeting Beep Macrame didn't even seem like just a possibility. It was going to happen. Soon. We headed to the beach to talk. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for meeting me again. I mean, wow, it really is beautiful tonight. You know, okay, obviously we have a director now and uh -huh. we have money now, but you know this isn't over. Yeah, it feels like, I mean, we just kind of decided what we're investigating here and what we're trying to do and it yeah. doesn't seem like something that we can take care of in an episode not at all i mean this is we haven't even scratched the surface and, and i guess i'm glad that we're here to talk because i think that if we're gonna meet beep macrame it's gonna take quite a few episodes i think i, I would agree but is there a way you could say that that's like sounds like a little bit more epic or something versus saying like oh there's, there's gonna be more episodes just oh you don't like that it's quite a few episodes <laughs> yeah i just feel like there's a way of making it kind of sound a little bit more like oh a little more like like we're about to go on an epic journey oh oh okay listeners. yeah okay i can do that yeah. okay so okay so we're gonna meet beep macrame and it's gonna take a lot uh-huh but kyle look at me yes can you look at me I'm looking at you. Kyle, as you're looking at me, I'm here to tell you, we are standing on the precipice of something huge. It's a journey, and we don't know where it'll take us. We don't even know where the festival is, so it could be far. This might require travel, but I promise you, Kyle, I promise you, we will get there, no matter what it takes, blood, sweat, 
tears. He we might be weird. That's right. He might be weird. Yes. I, in fact, if I were a gambler, I would say he probably I'm guess will be weird. Kind of weird. But we will meet him. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just think yeah. I think that's better. So, this isn't the end. Wow. Well, okay, we should go back. Home. I mean, you want to go home? Yeah, let's go home. Okay. <laughs> to be continued. Next time on Truth Hounds. Interior living room night. Turns out what we've just seen is a horror movie. I mean, it's amazing. This is amazing. I don't, I mean, it's just, it's perfect. We needed to be with the acting community. We would make a pilgrimage to the heart of Hollywood, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Is this some twisted house of mirrors? (laughs) Yeah, I think last night specifically, I was thinking, what if we meet him and he kills us? This is starting to feel really serious and really real. Hey, if you like the Truth Hounds, please subscribe to us and leave us a five-star review. Seriously, it would really help us. And honestly, you gotta start earning your keep around here. And as soon as you're done earning your keep, follow us on Instagram at Truth Hounds and on Twitter at The Truth Hounds to participate in our investigations and see behind-the-scenes footage and bonus juicy content. Truth Hounds is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.